Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 248 of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks again for being here with me. Let's go ahead and get right to it. Today, we're playing 5-5-10 No Limit Hold'em at Stone's Gambling Hall. Everyone folds around to Bazy in the cutoff. Bazy loves to play. We've only reviewed five or six hands from this session, and, um, well, Bazy's been in every single one of them. <laughs> so, Bazy has the four or two of hearts. He opens it up to 35. You all know... I'm not going to recommend playing the four two of hearts in pretty much any situation, unless you're closing the action, getting great pot odds, or if it's free to see the flop. The reason is because four two makes really bad hands. Very often it's going to make bottom pair. Bottom pair is not where you want to be. Also, when you're playing rather deep stacked, here we're playing 150 big blinds deep, bad flushes aren't really where you want to be. If you make a straight with a four or two, that's probably fine. But... You really don't want to be making bad flushes, and you also don't want to be making bad pairs. And even if you make two pair, it's going to be bottom two pair, and that's also not really where you want to be if a lot of money goes into the pot. So the easiest way to sidestep all of those difficult spots is to just fold preflop. All right, now, Devo on the button. We've seen Devo play so far. A7 offsuit, queen eight suited, and a few other junky hands. Here he is again calling the button with queen six offsuit. Devo, you have to stop, buddy. You're gonna have a nearly impossible time succeeding if you are gonna call with hands that are just so easily dominated. All right, small blind, the wolf. The wolf clearly likes to play too. I think the wolf just really likes to play with Bazy and Bazy likes to play with the wolf. So uh, they're all in there. All right, he calls with queen 10 offsuit in the small blind, which is I suppose the most defendable play out of all of these. But even then, three bet the queen 10 offsuit. Apply aggression, put them in terrible situations. When you just call, you let both the players realize their equity easily. Whereas you could just re-raise to 170 and put them in a miserable spot. Anyway, that's all. I don't even know if there are any other players at this table because everybody else folds every hand. Um, flop comes Jack 9-4. Okay, Queen 10 has an open-ended straight draw. 4-2 has bottom pair and a backdoor flush draw, and queen 6 has nothing. All right, so queen 10, the wolf checks in the small blind, and should Bazy bet on jack 9-4? It's not a great spot, but he probably should. This is one of those scenarios where both of your opponents should normally be quite likely to hit a jack 9 flop, right? They're going to have a lot of gut shot straight draws, open into straight draws, top pairs, etc., so you have to be very careful betting in this scenario, but with 4-2, you can essentially treat this hand as a semi-bluff, where you bet the flop, if they fold, great. If they call, well, often the turn's not going to be so terrible. If you get a heart, that's great. If you get an overcard, you can usually bluff those. It's not going to work out this time, but if you uh, get an overcard, you can usually bluff those. If you get a 4 or 2, that's great. So you have a lot of backdoor equity here. So betting on the flop protects you against the various unpaired hands that all have six outs or more. And it also may even extract some value, right? If you get called by King 10, you know, it's not, it's not ideal. You don't mind if he folds, but it's still fine. All right. So pot's 120. How much should he bet? I think this is a spot where you can go a medium sizing, maybe like 60 or 70 bucks. Looks like Bayzy goes 80, which is probably fine enough. Devo on the button with queen six offsuit has to let it go. And now, the wolf, snap calls. I don't like this snap call. So 
thinking about the wolf's range that he wants to check call with. Very often, this queen 10 offsuit is going to be better off played as a check raise. Now, if we know that the wolf also has jack nine in his range and pocket nines and pocket fours, although he probably re-raises nines preflop given we saw him re-raise eights preflop, but if he does have fours and jack nine and maybe even a hand like king jack or queen jack, he needs to be raising with some bluffs as well, assuming he wants to raise those very good hands. So which bluffs are the best ones to raise? It's usually the ones that lack showdown value. That's going to be 10-8 for sure. It's also going to be queen 10. It may be a hand like... 10-7 of clubs, hearts, or diamonds. I mean, that's certainly viable as well. Um, maybe queen 10 should be called, but in general, it's hard to go too wrong just by check raising your open-ended straight draws, especially if they don't have easy showdown value. And the reason for that is if you do check call, very often you're going to check the turn, your opponent's going to check behind, and then you're going to be stuck there with queen high on the river. And that's not what you want. Or you're going to check the turn, your opponent's going to bet, and then what? That's also not really what you want, right? So the only way to really have any chance of winning this pot beyond getting there is to raise immediately. I do understand you're going to get jammed sometimes, which is unfortunate, but really think about what your opponent should be jamming with on jack 9-4. I mean, it's so easy for the wolf to just have the, the good hands that, that he would want to raise. So you have to be very cautious jamming in Basie's shoes. And, you know, Basie hasn't shown to be someone who's really ramming and jamming to the point where I don't think he can check raise this queen 10 offsuit. So I'd have raised to about 240 bucks. He does call though, and the turn is the magical two of spades giving Basie two pair. So the wolf checks, and uh, he definitely should check here. Now, should Basie bet? I think the answer is definitely yes. You always want to be betting your best made hands, especially when they are susceptible to being outdrawn. And right here, 4-2 is really susceptible to being outdrawn because the wolf obviously has, at worst, a gut shot. And at best, what, open-ended straight draw? Maybe, I mean, you could also consider a hand like queen-jack pretty good here because it can get a queen, a jack, or a nine. So lots of hands have plenty of outs. The wolf is... I'm sorry, uh, Basie's going to want to bet on the bigger side. Pot's 280. I would bet something like 200. He goes 165, though, which I think is fine. And now it's back on the wolf with queen high out of position. Can he raise? Well, again, the draws you're going to want to raise are your worst draws. If you're check calling queen 10, assuming you're thinking about your strategy and developing a relatively balanced strategy, that means that this is very likely one of the worst draws in your range. Because like I said, you would raise 10-8 on the flop for sure. And you'd raise 10-7 with backdoor flush draws. You'd raise um, maybe hands like 8-7 with backdoor flush draws on the flop. So in reality, this, this should be one of the worst draws. And again, if this is one of the worst draws, you probably want to raise it. Now, you may be structured your range such that you don't have any premium hands here. If you have no premium hands, because the two really doesn't change anything at all, right? It's not like you're in here with jack two or nine two or four two. Um, given you don't have any premium hands, you may not be able to justify check raising in this spot. But I think in general, this is a pretty nice spot to raise if you were somehow stuck in this scenario. Over at pokercoaching.com, where you can get a free trial, by the way, we discuss how to approach this situation so that you are not stuck here with an open-ended straight draw that has no showdown value out of position. And if you structure your range away from the table and figure out what you're supposed to do in these spots, you're going to find that you can navigate these scenarios way better 
when you are actually at the poker table. And right here, you're going to find that this is not going to work out very well for the wolf at all, even when he imp improves. Because when he improves, he's just going to lead the river, probably get called, and he wins a little bit more, right? Whenever you're check calling in these scenarios, you need to make sure you have huge implied odds, and you just don't very often. Imagine the river is an, an eight, right? The best card for the wolf. Let's say the wolf checks. Basie bets, and then the wolf check raises. What's Basie really going to call with, right? If he's good at all, he's going to fold the four or two and he gets check raised on the river. So you're not getting paid. And when you are playing draws, especially in a very passive manner, you must ensure that you are going to get paid off for a large amount of implied odds. Otherwise, you can't check call. And for that reason, I don't think you need to be check calling. You need to be raising to give yourself fold equity. All right, River's a Jack, which is actually one of the best cards in this scenario for the Wolf. You may say, why? Well, the Wolf would very likely check call flop and check call turn with a Jack. And it's a spot where a hand like Pocket Aces should now be very concerned and should check behind on the River. So in this scenario, if you have a Jack, leading does make a lot of sense. And given we know the Wolf has some busted draws here, leading with some of your busted draws also makes a lot of sense. And if queen 10 is the only draw in his range, well, then this is a easy get-out-of-jail-free card, right? Obviously, in this scenario, Basie could have a jack too, but Basie very often will have some sort of draw himself or a pair, a pocket pair, like pocket queens. And imagine you're sitting here with pocket queens and your opponent leads into you for $600 into the 600 pot. Imagine they go all in for $1,100 into the 600 pot. Are you making the call? Especially with a hand like Queens that blocks Queen 10. I mean, that's a horrible spot, right? So, I think this is definitely a scenario where the wolf has to bite. He has to go for it. Again, don't go for a small bet. We've seen small bets epically fail so far in this weekly poker hand podcast. Because in this scenario, Basie either has a busted draw, some of which Queen 10 actually beat, or he has a made hand. In order to make the good made hands fold, you need to go big. So, I would like to see the wolf bet large. And I think large is somewhere between pot and all in, depending on how his range is structured. And, um, you know, if, if this concept of structuring your range is foreign to you all, please know that we will teach you from scratch over at pokercoaching.com. We have lots of challenges there that will walk you through the process and teach you how to think about your range so that you know if you need to be jamming this or betting pot. And it's hard to figure out these things on the fly. And I mean, the challenges take people an hour or two to complete. Because it's hard work. It's hard work figuring out ranges and figuring out exactly what you're supposed to do. But I'll teach you. So anyway, in this scenario, I think the wolf needs to bluff if he somehow finds himself here. That said, he should have just check-raised the flop. If he check-raises the flop, he probably wins immediately. And the hand's just over. Anyway, he checks river. Basie now with his bottom two pair, should he bluff when he gets counterfeited? I would say no, right? If your opponent is just check-calling with their draws, you beat all the draws. So there's no reason to bluff here. If your opponent's not check-calling with their draws, then, meaning they check-raise instead, you should at least consider, in this scenario, um, bluffing with your bottom two pair because you can't beat much of anything. So this is a spot where maybe Basie needs to make a big bluff to try to get the wolf off of everything besides exactly a jack. That said, it's pretty likely the wolf has a jack check-calling flop, check-calling turn, and he would certainly check the river sometimes with those. So yeah, you have to be a little bit cautious in that spot. But anyway, this is a hand that I think was definitely the Wolf's. He should have gone for it. 
But he said he did not, and he let Basie win with, well, by the river, what is one of the worst hands he could possibly have. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Again, head over to PokerCoaching.com to get your completely free trial. I've done a lot of work to make that site as easy to learn from as I possibly can. I know a lot of training sites just present you with lectures and say, here's some lectures, take a look. Or here's some videos, take a look. Poker coaching is interactive. You actually have to go through, complete the challenges, and also I quiz you, right? We have lots and lots of interactive quizzes. It's like you're playing poker at the table. So check it out. And if you don't like it, well, it's free anyway. (laughs) Enjoy yourselves. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you next time.